So you think you're Gen X? Let's find out. Parents ever told you you couldn't listen to a record because if you played it backwards, you could hear the devil talking. You haven't really changed your style of clothing and it's gone out of fashion and back in fashion at least three times now. Couldn't wait for the Sears and Roebuck Christmas catalog to come out so you could start picking out what you wanted for Christmas. When you were a little kid, you thought the Russians were going to attack and you're gonna to have to defend your country with hunting rifles and fireworks. Bonus points if you were thinking Wolverines to yourself just now. And lastly, you remember getting the Sunday paper and reading the funnies. You're Gen X, welcome home. I hope you enjoy these little snippets, these Gen X snippets that I'm browsing the web to find. And I don't do them so that we stay stuck in 1984, 1989, because I believe we should remember the past. I believe we should live for today with an eye on the future. But it's kind of fun as we all have a commonality, right, about the time we were raised and how we were raised. Because I definitely remember being told if you played Beatles records backwards, you could hear the devil. I know that my style really hasn't changed, except I don't have any hair with big feathered back hair anymore. But the mullet has come back. I'm not sure it really should have. And he talks about the Sears and Roebuck catalog. I can remember my sisters. I have three younger sisters grabbing that catalog, grabbing a pen or pencil, and literally going through it from cover to cover and writing down everything we wanted, from the wagon to the bike to the science kit that you couldn't get at Radio Shack. Remember Radio Shack? They've long since gone. And that was the jam. So what are kids doing today? I guess I should find out because I don't really know, right? And the one I think that I remember the most is actually the newspaper. I was a huge newspaper reader. And my mom even got an afternoon paper. I was actually an afternoon paper boy. I was a terrible paper boy. But that's how big it was, right? There used to be a morning paper, afternoon paper, depending on where you lived. And especially the Sunday paper. So I was always up first. I'm still always up first in my family. But I was not allowed to read. For me, it wasn't really the funnies. It was a sports page, right? Because we didn't have ESPN. We didn't know instantaneously who won, who lost. I wanted to read the box scores. I wanted to know my favorite teams and the teams I followed and I still follow today for the amount of time I will actually give it. I don't do it nearly as much. For the Philadelphia Eagles, the Flyers, the Sixers, and the Eagles. But I wanted to know the scores, who won and lost. But I had learned to actually take everything out of the paper that I wanted and put it back where mom would never know. Maybe mom really knew and she just kind of smiled. But do you remember this, the newspaper? For us, it was always by the side of the couch and we pretty much read it all day. And that's also where you got all your sales ads. Gen Xers, it is time to live the life you have while you create the life you love. Remember, like I said earlier, remember the past. Live for today with an eye on the future. And always, always be the Gen X badass you were born to be. Gen Xers survived secondhand smoke, rode bikes without helmets, played outside until dark, traveled across the country without wearing seatbelts. Well, I know I did. And we're the human TV remotes. We may have less days ahead of us, but we can make them the best days. Welcome to turn positivity into possibility, where you'll be motivated to get off the couch, eat responsibly, and create the life you love. I'm life fitness coach Dane Boyle. I've been helping Gen X badasses add years to their lives for over 25 years. Listen in Monday through Friday and be sure to grab your daily Danish. It's time to wake up and be amazing 
and be the badass you were born to be. The greatest threat to results are boredom and impatience. The only way to become good at something is to practice the ordinary basics for an uncommon length of time. Most people get bored. They want excitement. They want something to talk about and no one talks about the boring basics. For example, we know that dollar cost averaging into an index fund is likely to generate wealth, but cryptocurrency will give you, give us a bigger thrill. Boredom encourages you to stop doing what you know works and do something that might work. Another way, another way to mess up a good thing is to try and accelerate the natural pace of things into an unnatural one. A good idea taken to the extreme is always a bad idea. Working out 15 hours a day won't make you healthier. It will just get you injured. Investing with a lot of leverage won't make you rich faster. It will wipe you out. A lack of patience changes the outcome. It's hard to be above average. If you can't find a way to do the same thing over and over and over and over again, as Bruce Lee observed, I fear not the man who has practiced 10,000 kicks once, but I fear the man who's practiced one kick 10,000 times. In a world of social media, we glorify the results and not the process. We see the kick that knocks someone out, but not the years of effort that went into perfecting that kick. We see the results, not the hard work. The difference between good and great results is often found in consistently doing the boring things you know you should do exactly when you feel like not doing them the least. I read that on, on, a, on a blog called Farnham Street, and it really resonated with me. So I wanted to share it with you today. Recently, I was on a one-on-one call with a trailblazer, and I said, you know, what I do in aging with awesomeness and creating the life you love and empowering empty nester moms to re-know themselves, re-love themselves, and see their future, I used to think wasn't sexy. But the older I get, the more the community grows, the sexier it truly becomes. Because it is the hard work, the consistency, waking up each day, using your wedge of expectations, setting a floor, setting a ceiling, doing those little things over and over and over again. Understanding your purpose, your values, your reasons in life, building and surrounding yourself with that community, moving your body more today than yesterday, hydrating more today than yesterday, drinking your water, eating one vegetable, eating one fruit, reading every day, sitting in silence every day, setting your day off in intention every day, finishing your day with reflection every day. Those things will not grant you instant results. And I could market it that way, but it's a lie and I cannot lie. What I can do is promise you that if you do the boring things, the consistent things over and over and over, you will truly create the life you love. You will have the ability to turn positivity into possibility. You will begin living life 
and in awe, and you will also begin taking joy in the ordinary. Those are the little things. Nobody ever says, I wish I'd spent more time. Nobody spends any more time saying, oh, look at that six pack on their deathbed. When my father was dying on his deathbed, my mother held his hand with tears rolling down her face. And all she wanted to do was go to the movies. That was their jam. Popcorn, and those big ass Cokes. They just wanted to sit there holding hands and laugh and cry together and then go and get in the car and talk about what they saw. That's it. So those little things put on repeat will allow you to dream big, dream often, and dream out loud. What do we do? We find your why. We find your reason. We find the three non-negotiables in your life, the three most important things that without your days, weeks, months, and years would be incomplete. And from there, from there, we can cast that vivid vision for three years. That's to dream on in the five Fs. That's family, friends, fitness, finances, and faith. And each and every day, we do the best we can. We fail with grace. We celebrate success. We gather together to move the needle, to change the narrative. The narrative is to be unhappy, unfit, and just miserable. The narrative is, is to collect and collect and collect. Well, we're going to collect. We are going to collect. We're going to collect experiences. We're going to collect experiences individually and together. We're going to share them. We're going to show that with our wisdom, with our age, with our wrinkles, with our gray hair, that we have created something that will live on past us. We're going to use movement as the cornerstone for moving the needle, for creating the life we love. And that's what it's all about. So I want to invite you to connect seriously and just have a healthy conversation. It's that simple. If you look at your friends, your family, your coworkers, and you're like, you know what? Screw that. I want to do something differently. I want to live differently. I want to love differently. I want to dream differently. I want to leave a legacy. At the end of the day, I want to be a trailblazer. Somebody blazes a path that has never been there before. And allow and invite others to join us. I want to invite you to do the boring, to show up every day, to do the basics, put them on repeat, and have people surround you that are also dreamers, believers, and doers, and ultimately trailblazers. I'm a trailblazer, you're a trailblazer, and together we are trailblazers. Go be amazing. If you're hearing this message, you have just finished an entire episode of Turn Positivity into Possibility. And for that, I want to say thank you from the bottom of my corazón and the bottom of my heart. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Please share this episode with three Gen X badasses in your life. Hey, let's connect on Instagram at Dane Boyle Coaching. One last thing before I say adios, be sure to tell those you love you love them and never assume they know. Go be amazing. When I was a kid, I literally did not think I was creative at all. And that's because creativity was shown to me through music and art. And I don't do art meaning painting, drawing, those kind of things. Playing guitar, being in the choir. And I don't do any of them very well. It took me years to discover that creativity shines in so many other ways. And over the years, I worked on the craft to tell stories, 
to write, to journal. And I've been writing and writing and writing really for years, but then I started writing when the pandemic hit, right? I needed something to do, something to keep me motivated, something to keep me fired up, something to keep me entertained. And I just decided to really write about things that I love, things that I love, like fitness, nutrition, motivation, mindset, psychology, love, creating the life you love, understanding it's okay to age, it's okay to not be the norm, and actually it's better to not be the norm. It's okay to do all those things I started writing and writing and writing. And for the first time this holiday season, I put together an ebook bundle with three books I've written on how to thrive during the holiday season. 50 nutrition tips to thrive during the holidays because nobody needs guilt when they go to a party. How to deal with stress and anxiety, which is going to be exemplified during the holidays. And then to get you ready to crush the last month of the year or get ready for 2023. How to master motivation and discipline. Three eBooks, buy one, get two free. I'd love for you to download it, put it in action because you're going to hear those nutrition tips. You're going to hear how to master motivation and discipline, and you're going to learn how to deal with stress and anxiety. And over the next several months, I'll be dropping ebook after ebook after ebook, an opportunity for you to grab them, read them, for us to discuss them together. So I'd be honored and thrilled if you actually read and put into action 50 nutrition tips to thrive during the holidays. Learn how to deal with stress and anxiety and how to master motivation and discipline. Click the link in the show notes today. What's the best that can happen? Wake up and be amazing. Grab your Daily Danish. Hey, always remember that small daily improvements are the key to exceptional long-term results. It is so easy to forget this, but it is essential to always keep in mind as you grind day in and day out. Who doesn't want to improve? And what you do today, even the smallest improvement, will eventually lead to exceptional long-term results. All the little things you do each day add up. So don't get frustrated if things take time or if you did not manage to drink more water today than yesterday or whatever it might be. Maybe you didn't do everything you wanted, but as long as you took one step, one action, moving forward, you will begin to move the needle. Remember, small, consistent changes equal big changes. The tornadoes and the hurricanes get the most press, but ultimately, those damn little termites do the most damage. I want to challenge you today to decide where you want to go tomorrow and take one small step today. Go be amazing.